the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show on a Friday. Friday. <laughs> Woo! It's Friday night. Yes, it is Friday night. By the way, that's my buddy, the Conservarican. Julio Rivera, who, by the way, went public that he got a nose job this week. Julio, looking good, my dude, if you listen in to tonight's show. I didn't out him. He outed himself with it. I say, you know what, if you're going to get some plastic surgery, why not be like Julio and go, hey, what do you think? Do I look better? Um, all right. Can y'all tell I'm in a mood? <laughs> Speaking of appearances, next hour, we're going to get into a little pop culture. There's actually a convention that took place last week. I was like a convention of who? <laughs> um, it kind of has to do with an, a dating app that we talked about last night. So we've got some fun topics to get into later on in the show. Uh, of course, hour one is going to be real serious. We're going to hit it hard because there's some serious, well, even throughout the show, um, there's some a standoff going on between Texas and the federal government right now over the border. And it's getting kind of crazy down in Texas, y'all. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about what might be, hmm, seems as though the UN, the WHO, and the World Economic Forum have a plan to interfere with the election this year. And let's just say it might be a little familiar. We've got that to talk about. Of course, at the bottom half of the hour, Bob Walters will be here because it's Friday. And so we give the education reports, everything that you need to know what's happening in the schools uh, every week. Never fails. Bob Walters has stories happening in the schools that nobody else is talking about. And oftentimes it's good news. And we desperately need some good news. And continued shout out, by the way, to our good friend, DJ Sesame Broccolini. Still not feeling well. Y'all lift him up with your prayers. And we ask the Lord to put his healing hands on Riley because we desperately need him back in the fight. And you know what? My dude who's sitting in tonight might desperately want his life back because he's got lots of other things that he's got to do every day besides sitting in and producing the Andrea K show. Of course, I'm talking about y'all's old friend going back to the beginning, the early days of the AK show. It is DJ Carrot Sticks. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Speaking of, oh, that's uh, that's you from 2016. And me from 2016? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I haven't changed much. I thought you recorded me just logging on because that's just kind of how I still <laughs> talked to you. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Lots of energy. <laughs> well, you know what? I can be feeling like so, you know, war slap out. 
And yet the second, you know, I get on the mic and, you know, bring, bring you in or Sesame Broccolini. It's like, I just am so energized. I just love getting to share this time with people. If you miss any part of it, and I love you guys and appreciate you all so much. If you miss, that's the power up sound. If you miss any part of tonight's show, don't forget to download the podcast uh, wherever you get your podcast and email me at andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. All right. Oh, there's just some. Oh, yeah. No, something else we've got to talk about. We're on the brink of World War Three. Um, we got to talk about that. Um, I, I, we'll, we've got two fronts on this war. We've got a war going on at our southern border. Make no mistake about it. When I got a text message from a good friend of mine yesterday and she's she's dialed in. But if you don't do this for a living, there's so much that's happening at a rapid pace that even somebody that really pays attention, like my good friend does, it, you, you miss a lot. You can still miss a lot if you're not dialed in all day, every day like we are. And I get this text message from her and she was like, oh my gosh, they have kicked kids out of school in New York and sent them home so that they can house illegals in schools in New York City. She goes, then I hear about these, uh, you know, these numbers of millions coming across here. And she goes, I'm beginning to get really scared. Uh, uh, You know, we just had, there's a crime wave that's happening in Rancho Santa Fe right now. Could this be related to the open border? And it's like, well, of course it, it, it can be related. When you have millions and I mean millions of illegals pouring into this country from over 150 countries. M- m- the vast majority of them, if not all of them, are really military-aged young men coming here. Drug traffickers, child sex traffickers, MS-13 gang members, uh, terrorists from, you know, uh, you know, pick your Islamic group, by the way. But, you know, I don't, you know, the left loves to try to... Um, play word games that, oh, Islamic terror is really against Al-Qaeda when there's 50 different groups and, and they all share the same ideology. It is it is, it is part of the crime wave that's happening in this country. Um, just recently, we had, what, a 16-year-old girl found dead in a bathtub by her mother who was killed by an illegal alien. A mom and her daughter in Ohio uh, just last week killed it by a drunk driving illegal alien. That's one of the main ways that Americans die at the hands of these illegals. Uh, it's just we are literally being we are under siege. We have a conquest happening at our southern border. And Texas decided to do something that, quite frankly, they should have done a long time ago. The Texas officials um, blocked federal U.S. Border Patrol agents from entering and patrolling a public area, park area in the border town of Eagle Pass. Which is and y'all know Eagle Pass. That's typically the 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 biggest area where the illegals are coming across. And they told um, the border control, the border patrol, to get out of there. And so we have Texas military uh, national guard units that were deployed by uh, Republican Governor Greg Abbott uh, to the Eagle Pass area. Um, at, at, that's not the entire border, but at least it's a significant part of it. And then tonight we have breaking news that as a result of this, well, I'm, I'm looking for the legal document, not that, not that we really need that, but the Biden administration uh, has filed an, an injunction against the state of Texas to, to block them from securing the border. Let that sink in. If you had any doubts, if you were still subscribing to the to the insane notion that this is just some poor people coming here for a better life, although that wouldn't 
be any excuse if it was, um, or that, you know, that it's that, uh, or the latest excuse from Mayorkas was, well, we know all these p- people are coming here because they're being displaced by co- climate change. Glo- there's global displacement. No, this isn't about displacement. This is about a conquest and it's being orchestrated by the federal government. They want illegals coming here. The great replace, as Vivek Ramaswamy said, the great replacement theory is not a theory. We're being taken over from within. And the Biden administration is orchestrating it. I think that that if we were half the country, I mean, we're we're not even half the we're not even half the country our founders envisioned at this point. But if we had a shred of what our founders believed in and who our founders were, the entire border area, not just Eagle Pass would be covered in military. Republican governors from uh, from every state would be sending their National Guard to the California border, to the Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas borders, and they'd be securing. They'd be securing this nation for us. And they'd be telling, uh, it, you know, the courts, you know, you can slap me with papers all day long from an injunction. We are going to secure the border for the American people. What else is our military for? Oh, I guess it's to continue to secure the border of Ukraine. Or maybe it's to drop bombs on the Houthis. We're literally at war right now, and Congress has made no declaration of war. And this is a problem, quite frankly, that we had going on for a while, where we just, you know, start engaging in wars without following the constitutional uh, process. So we're going to take a break. We come back. I'm going to switch gears a little bit and talk about this Houthi situation uh, that I'm concerned with. I'm not sure it's going to rise to the level of World War III, but it could. It could. All right. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, FM 96.1 and streaming all over the world. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Before the break, at the open of the show, we were talking about Texas. We've got we've got a um, what's the old term? Is it a Mexican standoff? We've got a Texas. It's like the OK Corral. Was that in Texas? I believe no, so. Or the Alamo. The Alamo. Is yeah. that what I'm thinking of? The Alamo. We've got a standoff happening in Texas between uh, the state of, of Texas. The officials, Governor Abbott, has put the uh, state National Guard at Eagle Pass, which is where so much of the flood of the illegals is coming across. And he's told the Border Patrol to get out of there. And then the Biden administration has responded with uh, an emergency request to, the, to a court uh, to, uh, you know, um, they have filed for an injunction to try to stop Texas. And it just, we have no nation if we have no border, zero. Our sovereignty is literally being given away to illegal aliens that are coming into this country. They're not, they are not, and even if I could, even if you could somehow convince me that these people who are coming here, they can't speak the language and not even a sixth grade education that have from 150 countries around the world that have no idea what our what our country's values are, what our principles are, what the Constitution is, what the Constitution represents. 
our Judeo-Christian principles and values. They have no idea what our system is supposed to be about in terms of free market, a free market economy, individual liberty, that they're coming here uh, to do anything but be a parasite off of the system. And if you look at Ilhan Omar, if you look at Rashida Tlaib and look at all these people, these refugees that come here, they don't come here to assimilate. They don't come here for love of the U.S. Constitution. They come here and start pressuring the state and the local and the federal authorities to allow them to turn the United States into the crap hole countries from which they came. And I want you to hear a clip. And then we were also talking about school kids now being sent home, just like covid to be further damaged like they were when they were shut in in their homes during COVID in New York so that the schools can be handed over and the taxpayer money that goes to fund the schools can now be used to house illegals. And AOC was walking in the hallway. Oh, I think somebody, do you still have a crush on AOC? Uh, yeah, I still like her. I, I wouldn't kick her okay. out of bed for leaving crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> but would you kick her out of bed for saying this, my dude? Play the clip, please. Are you okay with a school being used as a shelter? You know, I think it's, uh, again, this is not, uh, it's not in my district. I think it's very clear mm. here um, that what's most important is that we identify a facility that's appropriate for these folks. Um, I don't anticipate this being a, a long-term solution. It shouldn't be a long-term solution. Oh, um, first of all, it's not in her district. She can't be bothered. She can't be in her district. Well, let me tell you how it works, AOC bartender. Actually, every member of Congress, whether it's the House of Representatives or whether it's the Senate, uh, votes on and affects everything that happens in every state and every district across the country, number one. Number two, what's most important, she says, more important than the children that are legally in this country, American citizens, more important than them and their educations that th that American citizens are paying for, according to her, is to find a location for these folks. Oh, these folks, these poor people, the conciliatory language and tone regarding people that have committed breaking and entering to come here, disrespecting our laws, terrorists, drug traffickers, child sex traffickers, the worst of the worst, rapist, the worst of the worst. Are they all? No, but you don't you don't know how many of them are. You don't know what percentage they are. If just 10% of 10 million illegal aliens are one of those categories, some of those are in these schools. Some of those are walking around the streets. Some of those are flying next to you on an airplane. And that's who is the priority for this Democrat party. That and protecting the border of Ukraine. That and also continue. And ultimately, every bit of it is uh, Troy Nels from Texas went off today and saying, t telling Joe Biden he sucked. And we all know, uh, and this is about them amassing votes. And AOC, you know, cooperated that and said, look, we've, that, we've got all these people, you know, that are undocumented. The solution is to give them documentation to make them legal. Look, we know that every bit of this is the play for the Democrats. What we don't have is anybody in the Republican Party, like Speaker Mike Johnson, willing to do something to stop it. President Trump said in his town hall that we would have, if he got back into office, the largest deportation force in history. I can't know if that's a, a legit thing or not, because also I'm going to be straight with y'all. When he was in the debate with Hillary Clinton in 2016, uh, she said, he said something like, you know, um, if, if you'd be in jail right now. And then immediately after he won election, he said, I'm not going to go after the Clintons. And he was ready to move on. So, you know, even Trump will sometimes say things 
on the campaign that sound good or, or when they it's really they don't have an intention to do it or they have an idea something they want to do and then they face you know a brick wall on it but we have to have this going forward i'm not going to vote for anybody that's not willing to do a deportation force because quite frankly it's pat we're past the point of securing the border as any kind of solution but are we even going to have an election this year one thing that has me wondering is one of the best ways that Democrats have figured out in the past to either shore up support around their candidate or maybe even I think it even happened with FDR to maybe not even have an election is war. There was no declaration of war before the Biden administration started dropping airstrikes on Houthi rebel locations. No congressional authority. I already talked last night about the threats that were made against Saudi Arabia and Qatar and others by the Houthis in Yemen if they partnered in any way uh, with the United States. And here we are. Meanwhile, Kirby was asked about the designation uh, of the Houthis um, as a terror organization. And here's what he had to say. We, we do have to ask this because in February of 2021, Secretary Blinken actually revoked the terror designation of the Houthis, saying in a statement yeah. that the decision was a recognition of the dire humanitarian situation in Yemen at the time. What do you make of this decision, and does it need to be reconsidered? A humanitarian situation which is not completely alleviated, obviously. Um, so what I'll tell you is that uh, we're reviewing that designation right now. We haven't made <laughs> up a decision about whether we're going to revoke it or not or change it again uh, or not. Or, or, or not. Uh, but I can tell you we're looking at that real hard. Uh, again, the Houthis have a decision to make, um, and they need to make the right one now, uh, certainly in the wake of these strikes uh, last night. What? The Hootie rebels, the Hootie terrorists were never, dec- they revoked the terror designation because of humanity. What? That doesn't even make any sense. And the reason why it doesn't make any sense, and, and, and even if you thought that it made sense at the time to revoke their terror designation, we're now dropping bombs on them because they're terrorizing the United States and you can't go back to calling them a terror organization. And the reason is because these actions, in my opinion, are nothing more than theater. It's performative, may, you know, meant to uh, to drum up. It's about obviously. It's uh, it, the main thing is the military industrial complex and the money machine that's involved there, which is largely what the hundred percent what the Ukraine thing is about. Uh, well, ninety nine percent of what the Ukraine thing is about, and then we also have the cover up of uh, Biden crimes. It's a factor that's a factor in Ukraine, but the Democrats have partnered with the Islamists. That's why the terror designation was revoked. That's why you've got the pro-Palestinian movement across this country, because the Democrats have partnered with the Islamists. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to switch gears. It's Friday, which means Bob Walters will be here. And I'm, I so look forward to his segments every week because of the good news that he's bringing to us. Last week, he brought us some incredible good news related to uh, the education system, the indoctrination centers that's taking place in, across the country. So stick around because Bob's going to be with us next. And so don't you go anywhere. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, FM 96.1 and streaming all over the world. K, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Um, if you missed any part of the last part of the show, last two segments, we were talking about 
uh, the standoff going on in Texas between Texas and the federal government, more border information as well as information related to um, the, I don't know if you would call it a war or not with the Hootsie Rebels. Uh, don't forget you can always download the podcast if you miss any part of the show and or if it's just so yummy and you just want to experience it all over again. All right, but Fridays means Bob Walters and he joins me now like he does every Friday. Hello, my dear. Hello, good to be here. Well, I'm hoping you got some good news and some good cheer, my dear. What you got? I do have some good news. <laughs> okay, in Rutherford County Schools, Tennessee, where there while there's some opposition, the state is set up to provide $7,075 per child for private school vouchers. He's acting based on report card tests of many schools with several getting D's. Not a single dollar will be removed from public education since the freedom, education freedom scholarships will be coming out of general funds. So that's good news. That is very good news. Um, we need yep. to get more and more and more kids to have the choice of where they go. And that puts, you know, some uh, anytime there's competition, it forces others to do better. So, yep. All okay, right. And you got a you got a Connecticut teacher sues after being disciplined for criticizing identity and privilege training in Hartford Public Schools, Connecticut. John Grandy was a gym teacher for over 30 years. He refused to endorse an agenda that pushed critical race theory, and for that, they disciplined him and fired him. Wow. Well, um, hopefully, he's going to win that lawsuit because this is blatant discrimination. Yeah, he's refused to withdraw his case, so he's he's going to go to the end. And fight it. Good for him. Good for him. That's a, that's a, he's a nominee for Hero of the Week for me. We need more people that you know. Um, we always hear that these actors are such you know they have so much courage. You know, people. Oh, this person came out of the closet. It was so courageous. No, courageous to me, uh, heroism to me is somebody that's willing to sacrifice something or take a risk and to stand up for what they believe in and for what's right. And that's what this guy, that's what this guy did. So I love that story. Thank you for bringing it to us. Okay. And then now parents flocked to charter schools while public schools have had very modest changes in the past four years. Charters have increased in New York City by 72,000 students while public schools added only 7,000 students. Wow. Yeah. Shows you where the drift is. Which is good well, news, it does, and you know, I say, you know, uh, I want to see more and more and more of this, more homeschooling, more charter schools, more public schools. You know, if there's any way that you can do it, uh, this should be an encouragement to anybody who's listening, to parents out there, um, that uh, you know, you're not alone. Others are with you in terms of the schools. There are solutions out there besides sitting your kids, you know, yeah, down to be indoctrinated every day. And here in Idaho, there's a pair of Republicans offered a new proposal to help Idaho people fund private schools with $5,000 tax credit. This is the latest effort to. Well, that's good. It is good. Yeah. We need them a tax relief. All right. A new study has challenged the assumption that gender identity is more important than biological sex in determining performance in sports. Alice Sullivan in London and George Perry in the U.S. conducted the studies using data from 21 races in New York and found that gender identity does not have near the impact of biological sex in the quality of strength and and distance and speed. Okay. I'm confused. So basically there was a gender, there was a, there was an assumption that the most important thing was transgender people having their identity, you know, being able to uh, identify however they want. 
And a new study came out and said, oh, no, no, no. Biological sex is what determines performance. So basically they affirmed what we've everybody's already always known, which is (laughs) science and uh, good. Um, It really even while I see this as a good news story, Bob, it's also a reminder of how insane we've gotten as as a nation and a world, because should we need a study to tell us that biological sex is what it is, and that it determines everything. I know it's pretty sad, frankly. It's, yeah, it is. But at I least agree. you know, maybe with the study done, maybe more and more people, you know, that actually bought into the crazy, will come around back to some sanity. I hope so. All right. And then we got differences identified between public school kids and homeschool kids. Homeschool kids are reading at college level in the second grade. Wow. Oh. While public school kids are exploring alternative sexualities in the second grade. Oh, okay. So we've got second graders. Um, The homeschooled second graders are reading at the college level, and the public school second graders are... Reading sex magazines, sex books. Yeah, they're basically sexualized college kids in the second grade. Yeah. They're, really that, that And what this does, well, it's horrifying to me because it just shows the, the attempts to, they, they, the success that they've had in sexualizing children. Second graders are what, eight years old? Oh, seven or eight, yeah. Seven or eight years old. And they have, through pornography and sexualizing children, now they're overactive sexually at too young of an age. This will ruin their lives going forward. They will be promiscuous. They will have. Uh, they will be unable to have normal sexual relations that are healthy with people. Um, the, which is the intent of the liberal liberal agenda. That's the intent. Yeah. 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 It's devastating okay, what they're doing to children. Homeschool kids have a full day of lessons packed into two hours, while public school kids have two hours of lessons packed into a full day. <laughs> so. Yeah. Here's a fun one. Homeschoolers read War and Peace, Kindergarten, while public school kids read The Big Gay Sex Book. Yeah. I mean, this one topic that you brought really kind of summarizes everything that's going on in our schools. Yeah. Isn't it just it in a nutshell? It really is. I just don't know why we've gone that direction, but we have. Well, I mean, it's about, you know, Marxism and the cultural Marxist movement destroy the fabric of a nation. You know, it started with destroying the family and destroying marriage and telling people you didn't need to get married to have kids and women didn't need men, just go to sperm bank or whatever. Then it became about gay marriage and now it's sexualizing children and transgenderism and mutilating people's genitals. And the end result is, you you know, you, you, you know, family is at the core of any family and morality is at the core of really any, any successful nation. And this is the way that they're destroying it. What's happening with our kids, which is why it's such an honor to do these segments with you every week. This is really the Trojan horse to destroy this nation. And, and I love that you're able to bring some good news stories every week because there's starting to be some success and pushback. And that's why um, I, I, I like us focusing on the good news stories first. Okay. Victoria's turnabout at the Wyoming library system. After leftist director is fired, leftist staffers quit. And when the new director agrees to follow no porn policy, then even the director in the county branch library resigned in Wright, Arizona, uh, Wyoming, the town of Wyoming. This, 
This is awesome. Angry parents and mass resistance acting together. That mass resistance, man, they are doing some really good work. I love the story. Success. This you're, this is true, true victory. And they need to be run out on a rail in every library across this nation um, because of the pornography. And this is just this is just fantastic. And it just goes to show that when you push back, we can win. Because they're on the fringe, Bob. They want to make us think that we're on the fringe, that we're the crazy ones. No, it's not crazy to not want pornography shoved in the face of kids. So great good news story there. Yep. Okay, enraged parents confront migrants and their leaders when they were when the kids were moved into a pub, uh, migrants moved into a public school and all the students had to return to remote learning. This is in Madison High School in New York. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. A.O. AOC is saying, well, you know, it's not my district, not my problem. Um, yeah, I, I I wish the parents could have more power than just confronting the migrants. You know, I wish that I wish the parents could literally not give their money. OK, my you know, my kids got a homeschool now. We're never coming back and I'm never going to give another dime towards, you know, the these schools. But they have us over a barrel with the property taxes that go to fund these schools. Well, I think it'll help Trump win come election day. Good point. Good point. Okay, a settlement was reached on Thursday in a controversial diversity and inclusion lawsuit involving Forest Hill School District in Cincinnati. The board voted to stop race-based curriculum and gender identity training for teachers. Plus, the parents were reimbursed $100,000 for their legal expenses, having brought this case to the court. Excellent. Absolutely excellent. Excellent. I love this so much. This is wonderful because you wouldn't think that, you know, this kind of crazy stuff would be happening in Cincinnati, Ohio and the Midwest. But this is a reminder that there's not one. I mean, this is a good news story because, um, you know, parents push back and they sued and they won. um, And that is great. But um, this shouldn't be happening. And if this can happen in the Midwest in Cincinnati, it's happening everywhere across this country. So good work, Bob. Oh, That's good news. Yeah. All right. So we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to switch gears into some college crazies. Okay. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a Friday with Bob if we didn't get into some crazy, right? So y'all <laughs> stick with us. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show on this Friday evening. I started to say Friday Eve, but no, it's actually Friday. Friday! All right. <laughs> and that means Bob Walters, and he. we just wrapped up last segment with the good news. If you missed that, uh, be sure to download the podcast and catch up because there was some really great stories and good news that you're not going to hear anywhere. They don't want you energized. They don't want you knowing that there can will be there will be wins if we push back. And so if you missed the wins that Bob was sharing, download the podcast wherever you get the pod. But now we got to get into some college crazies. Um, all right, Bob, lay it on me. DeSantis offers out-of-state Jewish students incentives to transfer to Florida colleges. It's kind of surprising, but I guess it's good news. Um, well, not really, because what this is this to me. Let me tell you why this bothers me. Because Ron yeah. DeSantis um, continues to show me in a variety of different ways 
um, through trying to show that he's conservative, he really shows that he's liberal. And let me tell you why. Because um, he claims that he's the anti-woke, and that's why he's pandering to Jewish students without a state tuition. Um, but but he's showing favor and discriminating and playing identity politics without a state tuition in the same way that the Democrats do when they are offering out-of-state tuition to illegal aliens that are coming into this country. You don't pick yeah. and choose winners and losers in the free market system. Everybody pays the same. And this is just another reason why um, I'm not a fan of DeSantis. So that's my well, thoughts on that. Moving on to your neighborhood, San Diego State President issues a statement opposing terrorism and the killing of Jews. In response, the Department of Education, under Biden's direction, announced an investigation of the college for Islamophobia <laughs> after the condemnation of the October 7th attacks. He said the statement promoted hatred and racism against Arabs and Muslims. Wow. wow. So so I guess I, the only thing I can assume there is that the Biden administration thinks that every Muslim is a terrorist because all San Diego State did was say they oppose terrorism and the killing of Jews. So yeah. that so for Biden to say that that's Islamophobic, then that tells me that the Biden administration is acknowledging or believes that Islam equals terrorism. Noted. Thank you, Biden administration. I agree. Okay. All right. In Go the past on. few years, dozens of colleges dropped the requirement for SAT and ACT tests for applying students. Most of these schools have stuck with this policy, but it's having a negative effect on deciding who is eligible for college. High school grads do not provide enough accurate information since there is rampant grade inflation in this country. Mm. Experts, <laughs> experts say these tests actually help disadvantaged kids get a better chance to go to college. MIT returned to the test, and here's the results for the first year. 15% black, 16% Latino, 30% white, and 40% Asian. That was this past year. Okay, so, and those and those test results were what? It, they, were their SAT, they were SAT or ACT scores? Yeah, yeah, they were. And these, okay, yeah. Well, you know, the left doesn't... The, so much about this is that the left knows that the Asian community is their culture is one of hard work and, and particularly focused on academics. And as a result, um, they are head and shoulders above. Uh, and this isn't being stereotypical. I mean, my goddaughter in Vegas, um, who went to school in a full scholarship at, at undergrad and her master's brilliant girl. I asked one day when I was there visiting, um, Jordan had a, like a 4.6 and I'm like, Oh, is she in top 10%? And she, you know, valedictorian. My friend's like, she's not even a top 10%. In fact, she's not even the top 20% because these Asian kids are all about the hard work and you know what? They deserve the credit yeah. for it. Instead, they do. Uh, they're being discriminated. You reported about the Harvard. You were the first to report on the Harvard lawsuit that the Asian students brought because they're being discriminated against and being punished for their hard work. And, um, you know, the results are what they are. Yep. You know, I it agree. is what it is. And instead of dumbing down the ACTs, uh, they need to be focusing on and it doesn't. And I don't think it reflects intellect as much as it reflects hard work. It does. And that's what, yep. that's what they, you know, uh, that's what they don't want to acknowledge. Um, but anyway, go on. Okay, Brown University is under investigation for discriminating against Jewish students by the Department of Education who had received a complaint from one person. 
It's crazy well, extremes they go from college to college. My goodness. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, then you got a former adjunct college professor and retired history teacher made this statement. The teacher certification process for public schools, colleges, and universities is totally woke and broke. Teachers are certified who are indoctrinated with leftist ideals rather than objective subject matter experts. In other words, they're pushing for consideration of the candidate's expertise in history or math or whatever it is that, that that teacher is going to be teaching rather than certification. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All okay. right. You got some bad news for us? Yeah, I got some. <laughs> Chicago <laughs> Board of Education is seeking to remove all police from its schools. The present cost is $10 million with, only, with the city with mo- where most of them come from. They want to strip the power of the local school districts from acting on their own. However, when it comes to police, even if they were going to hire them themselves. Oh, my gosh. This is such a dangerous city. Particularly, it and it's made so much worse with the most uh, draconian gun control laws, uh, you know, imaginable. And now they want to strip um, protections uh, from schools by removing yeah. police from the schools. This is just I can't at the same time in which Chicago is being overrun with illegal aliens. Yeah. And it's I mean, yeah. I, I, if I was a parent in Chicago right now, those poor people. But you know what? They got to stop voting Democrat, Bob Walters. Am I right? I agree. All these cities are Democrat, and they keep yeah. voting them over and over. Like Pittsburgh. Why. You have one on Pittsburgh, right? Yep. Pittsburgh's public school board is the latest to implement practices to tackle the influence of white supremacy in, in mathematics. I don't know <laughs> what that means. <laughs> so, rather than maybe, math, than maybe Todd will know, because Todd took – Todd, what class did you take under Dream of Moon? Uh, well, I took two. I took uh, gender – studies and also history of whiteness yeah okay so yeah uh, but that didn't have anything to do with math no here here this is white supremacy and mathematics well, i don't i don't know what that means either bob i mean two plus two is is four period i <laughs> oh, does anyway it, i don't know does it does it cease to be two two does it become five in a black home i don't even understand <laughs> i don't see the contrast i really don't I don't understand. All right. The federal judge in Illinois ruled that school district is not responsible for actions of a teacher who allegedly proselytized students in his class to the point that one of them converted to Christianity. Interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, we're supposed to have separation of, you know, church and state, not separation of God and state. You know, if a teacher is, you know, talking about Jesus, I don't know if that's, you know, free speech. You've got the right to exercise your religion. What are yeah. they so scared of? Somebody's going to accept Jesus? They won't stop. We should hope. We should, yeah, we favor. should hope. The horror, right? Yep. Right. And even though Berkeley schools do not have enough money to educate students, the board has decided to take money from education and give it to reparations to black kids. Oh, what? <laughs> they want to give each of them half a million dollars and take it out of the public school fund. It's crazy. So they're just handing money out to black kids using money, excuse me, using money that's supposed to go to their education. Correct. For all kids. And so, and then uh, the, and then, which is discriminatory. And then these kids are going to do what? Go buy candy or go buy crap and then not get, not get an education. This is bribing them. I mean, this happen. is despicable, is despicable. Them. You know what? Intentionally setting them up to be stupid. Meanwhile, you had reported back a few topics below of uh, SAT uh, and uh, scores where they were at the bottom of the of the group at fifteen percent. So, yep. so let's give them yeah. let's give them a couple thousand bucks. Let them have fun. <laughs> yeah. 
jeez. North Carolina Courts of Appeals rule against Union County parents who claim the Charlotte private school expelled their students, their children, after they raised questions about alleged move away from traditional apolitical education. So I want to make sure I understand. So a court of appeals ruled against the parents who claimed that the private school expelled their children after they. So this was a private school um, after alleged move away from. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, this is tricky because, you know, when you're going to a private school, um, you know, they've got a right to, you know, have their curriculum and their agenda. And if it doesn't jive with you, I think they've got a right to tell you to go. Yeah. You know, that's, that, you know, that's, that's, that's my take there. And I think it should be a warning to people about that school. Right. All right. We've got about a minute and a half left, Bob Walters. You want to share about We the Kids? Yeah. We the Kids, great organization to help your students get countered against what they're being taught in public schools. Is They teach the, the, the history and the constitution of the country and urge the students to respect the history of our nation and to learn the real truth of our country and what it's about and what, what is needed in the future. So it's a, a great organization. You should share the information with your kids when they come home from school. It's free. Just look up wethekids.us. You can see what you get. If you want to donate, that would be nice too. But they're a strong, solid organization to help America and your kids. Well, also, one way one you can... Little... Okay, go, go ahead. ahead. We're about out of time. Yeah, an initiative on private death tax. I know a lot of you may not know much about it, but it, it's only got two weeks left. And if you want to put put a petition out and get something to get it on the ballot, this is where if you die and you've been having a house for 20 years, your kids, when they get the house, are going to have to pay a revised tax on the entire house as if right. it's current value. Not, right. not <laughs> Anyway, just contact me, robertjosephwalters at gmail.com, and I'll send you the petition and the information how to how to handle it. That's All it. right. Well, thank you, my dear. Appreciate it. You have a wonderful weekend. You too. All right. Thanks, honey. And you guys stick around because hour two of this Friday edition of the Andrea K Show is coming right up and you don't want to miss it. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.